Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learning Life This Way. I am your host, Shannon Temez. As you all know, I normally record in my car while I'm doing the pickup line for my son, but since it's summer break and my kids are home, I have to find a place to hide in order to record. So right now I am literally locked into my closet. (laughs) But anywho, what I have for today's episode is a continuation of last week's episode with the interview I did with my husband about finding his family on Ancestry. So what we get into now is a little bit more of his family background and why my husband has the beliefs that he has. You'll hear me just in this episode just laughing because at this point, (laughs) some of the things he says, I just can't fight it anymore. So (laughs) he definitely has some interesting viewpoints on family. So (laughs) without further ado, here is part two of our conversation. But it's been an amazing, um, I mean, and I can't say the type of person I am, I'm not very social with my family. I have certain relatives I talk to more than others, but I don't see myself getting close to this side, really. I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I have my cousin, Steve, I think I'll, we're going to go to uh, Shan's family reunion soon. I'm going to meet up with him. He lives uh, in Dallas. We'll be in, no, he lives in Houston. We'll be in Dallas. We'll be able to see him for a couple hours. He's going to come down real quick to yeah. see me. Um, he's such a nice guy. And I feel like if all of my family, I have at least meet him. Cause like I said, I do talk to him fairly common on the phone. Um, but I don't think I'm ever going to really visit Linda <laughs> or Gail <laughs> or even Chewy. Um, only if they happen to be in the place where we're all meeting, but I don't have, I, I don't know. I, I'm not the type of person I have an urge to talk to them. If my father is a sibling. I'm, I'm one generation away <laughs> and I just don't have the urge to, I mean, I, I have my aunt Joanne and my aunt Connie. I'm, I love my aunt Joanne. So I, I would talk to her more. My aunt Connie is a little more antisocial. So I, I mean, she, I don't really talk to her much. Family doesn't talk to her. She just kind of. She's kind of, I wouldn't say depressing, but Aunt Connie's just like Eeyore. <laughs> She's like our Eeyore yeah. of the family. She's just like. Well, I think it's just different in like growing up because for me growing up, I have a big family on both sides. And we just, I'm just used to being around family. So if we know there's one out there. Then it's like we try to embrace it because like my uncle, one of my uncles, you know, he had a daughter that he didn't really raise. But then once. She became 18 and we got a chance to get to know every family function we were inviting her to. It's like, oh, this is our cousin. We want to see her. So, but I also have relatives because my family is so big. I don't care to talk to them. I know them, but I just see them at the family reunion. I don't feel the need to have like a relationship outside of family reunion time. Yeah. And I have some cousins that I am close to that we talk all the time. But- I just don't know what I would talk about. Like, I mean, we're related. Okay, we're related. <laughs> and we, I, we know... How, how everything went down. I just don't know what I would talk about. My father has a lot to talk about because they shared a father and he knows what, what he, he can tell him about what happened when he knew him in New York, when he was raising them. They can tell him when they knew him a little bit in Texas after the fact, when after he came back and like, okay, so my grand, my father has something to talk about. They have a, obviously the same father to talk about his experience, their experience. They have a, a lot of knowledge of I mean, they were all in Texas, actually, after the orphanage stuff. So they knew my yeah. grandfather much, much longer. 
because they he was there. Right. Uh, so the, the idea that what would I possibly talk about? I don't really care about <laughs> their my like this my grandfather that much. Yeah, I don't think anything has to be forced. Like I just think it's if when we're there at some restaurant, meet Steve, and if they just tell them we happen to be there, and then just say, hey, like I don't think it has to be a forced. Oh, we're gonna come by your house. We're gonna sit down and have a cookout, like all what your parents did. I don't think we have to, or you have to do. All yeah, of that. I mean, I don't think we have to do it. I just don't have any need to do it. I don't even know I would care. Like I just have no urge to. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say because if I was in the same situation, as far as I finally met some digs, I mean, I'll be curious for a little bit, um, especially if my dad had more siblings out there because. He has a brother, but his brother, whose last name is Diggs, is not technically a Diggs, mm. just because that was my grandmother's, still her name, when she married my grandfather. Yeah. And so she had my uncle um, from another guy or whatever, so he carried the name Diggs, but he, other than that, that's the only person called Diggs that we know about, which we know that he's not biologically a Diggs, so we yeah. don't know any. So I would be you know, curious to know what the siblings look like. Um, I actually have a friend whose aunt married a guy named Diggs. So when I was in college, and he does kind of remind me of my father. Mm. Like, and it's mm. funny, according to her, she was like, when she told me, oh, yeah, my friend's name is Diggs. And she goes, I showed him a picture of my friend. And he goes, I can tell that's her right there because she got the nose, yeah. which I realized that my mother's side of the family, my grandmother had a big nose. So I always assumed I carried that nose. But then when I realized, I looked at my dad's father. We had one picture of him when my grandpa, he was with my grandmother, and I realized, I'm like, I don't, this is the nose I carry, mm-hmm. <laughs> not my grandmother. I'm like, I have a Diggs nose. Yeah. So it was just interesting in that fact. But I mean, I think I'll be curious a little bit, maybe one meeting, but I wouldn't. For I me mean, at least, at least Steve is younger than me. So he's, it's like talking to someone, I wouldn't say my own age, obviously, but it's someone, Linda's uh, will be 80 in three years. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I'm going to sit down and talk with his old Well, at least you're, you're, and, you're, Younger uncle, that would be curious. Like your uncle that's younger than you. Uh, yeah, Chewy seems like a young. I mean, a good guy. My dad says he likes to talk a lot, and he's a, uh, he's a super nice guy. So I mean, I guess I don't know. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I yeah. I think what you have to realize coming from me is I don't talk to my mother's side of the family. Like, yeah, that's, that's the best thing. It's like that. You, this traditional family for us is not talking to our relatives. I don't talk to anyone on my mother's side. Well, you definitely personality wise. Take after your mother's side, personality-wise, like how you all don't talk to each other and cut each other off at the drop of a dime. That is definitely from, according to her, what you all. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that runs deep. <laughs> yes. That's 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 built into my DNA. There is a, definitely a gene in there where, <laughs> if you've wronged us or disrespected <laughs> me, I have no problem. And <laughs> it's all to prove a point. It's I could never talk to you again to prove a point. <laughs> But like I said, just a little backstory. That is like, according to what you say, you believe that your great grandmother. My great grandmother Hedwig Sefcik, Polish Norwegian origin. She was Catholic, and married a Protestant, which was a big no no, big no no back then. I mean, you did not mix yeah. different Christianity. Yeah. Uh, so she, her, her family, her my. I guess her the maternal her side not not her husband's yeah. side 
cut her off from the family. And that, that, I mean, and to me, it's like, okay, no big deal. We'll go make her own life. The problem was that her husband died young. So she got, so that's how they came to the United States. So that how it was like that, why they ended up coming? They were, I believe they were off. I don't think, yeah, I don't think my great grandmother was born in the U.S. and her husband was born here, but they somehow either. Which a lot of people did back then. Oh, they, yeah. They well, it was the early 1900s, maybe. Yeah. But I did. I never, I could ask my mom this, but I don't know when they got married. But they get married. My grand, great-grandmother's family cut her off. Say, this is a no-no. You can't marry a Protestant. You are no longer part of this family. And then my grandmother is born. And she has a sister and a brother, three of them. And by the time she is 17, her father dies. So basically, it's like, okay, my family disowned her. Like, okay, well, we'll go make a life. And then the breadwinner's done. Yeah. So then she went on to live with my grand, my grandparents. She, my great-grandmother lived with them. Right, lived with her daughter. And my mom. Yeah. And, yeah, lived with her daughter, which caused problems. So, um, but yeah, a long line of, I mean, I could go, we could do a whole episode of <laughs> just who on my side of family cut people off. I didn't know any of my family growing up. Well, your mother didn't either. Your mother yeah. said she didn't even know she was. My, my grandmother didn't talk to her sister and brother. My grandfather didn't talk to his brother. <laughs> so you got it from both sides. Yeah, and it's 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 like it's it's strengthened. It's like it's like it's like my father's Irish, but so is my mom, and now I'm like double Irish. I get more Irish than both of them. I have the ability even more so than both of them. It came down from both sides to to my mom, who's an expert um, at it. But like I said, she's I think I'm better than everyone at it because it really doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, I did. I, I as a young child, I knew a little bit of my, and too young to remember. I mean, I'm talking about three years old. There was a little talk of my ma, my my grandmother's brother and sister, and but then all of a sudden we never heard from them again. I didn't know no speaking of them. And then my aunt Pat and Uncle Bobby, my grandfather's brother and sister-in-law. They actually were a big part of my life as a two and three year old. They they I was over their house a lot, and then all of a sudden, no longer talked to them. Yeah. And I'm talking from like three to like high school. Yeah. I didn't know my grandmother had a, a sister till I was in high school. Imagine that. My grand, I'm like, you have a sister? I mean, <laughs> how stupid is that? And I, I she brought me to meet her, and and she only started talking to her again because she had um, pancreatic cancer. But I honestly believe if she didn't get sick. It would not. She just yeah. wouldn't have talked to. Because I remember your mother telling a story how she didn't even realize she lived a mile away from one of her uncles and his kids. Like she mm-hmm. had, <laughs> she lived yeah. a mile away from, didn't even know. Oh yeah, that's so. It's it runs in my family a lot. Like I said, I don't have a big family. One that we don't have a big family. Two, we don't talk to the family we have. Well, I think your family would be bigger if you all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, yeah. If, <laughs> I don't think your family is extremely small. It's just the fact that. You all just don't talk to each other very often. Well, I mean, yeah, it's really my grandmother's side that's bigger. My grandfather just had one brother, and we didn't talk to him until much later. And later on, they started showing up. I guess finally, after 20 years, something clicked, and, and they started talking again. But um, but yeah, your mother doesn't really talk to her father, and you don't talk to I your don't grandfather. I don't talk to my grandfather either. <laughs> He's living. But that's more political reasons. So that's, like I said, that's. 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But that's the fact that you just need a small reason to say, "Yeah, I'm done talking to you." Well, it doesn't. It's got to be a. a it doesn't well, have to I be understand. like they serve me pork chops when I want. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Room. I understand because it's not just people say it's political, but it's not really just politics. It's your way of thinking. So if you believe a certain way. But you are in a situation where you have a black wife and biracial children. Mm-hmm. I can understand you like, oh, no, I'm not going to allow my kids to be around that sort of stupidity, in yeah. my opinion. So, you know, which is what your sister pointed out. <laughs> your and but like I said, my my uh, the ability to cut people off doesn't like I said I have all sorts of rules like. Okay, I'll cut my grandfather off for the stupidity, but I'll also cut off my biracial daughter for two years because she's wronged me. <laughs> so don't disrespect my biracial kids, but I will cut them <laughs> off just the same for disrespecting me. So, <laughs> I, I like I said, I just I I don't have a lot of self esteem. I don't hold myself in high regards, but I do have my own set of rules I live by, and you need to. Not necessarily treat put me on the pedestal, but you need to respect me and my, and uh, to a point. And once I feel disrespected, then I have no need for you. Yeah. No need. I talked to my uncle Henry, who I'm very fond over. We were very cr- close growing up. His brother, my mom's brother Eric, who lives in Missouri, sort of with my grandfather out there. My grandfather's in the home now, but Eric is leaning towards my grandfather's way of thinking. So Eric, who I loved growing up, looked up to want to be just like him. I probably won't ever talk to him again just because there's you've gone off the deep end. What are we going to talk about? Old times? Yeah. You've gone crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and I said, my mom, I don't think, I don't know if she talks to him. I think every once in a while. Maybe once might. in a blue moon. But so it's, yeah, we have a, I, I can't say we have a big family, but we've we've made it smaller. <laughs> I'm currently barely talking to my mom now. <laughs> and because my son's birthday is next next week and my mom bought tickets for a show in where they live, knowing it's his birthday. And I might forgive him if it was one of the larger groups that I grew up with, like maybe Bob Dylan or Paul McCartney or someone. Bruce Springsteen, someone that just is getting older and is going away. But she bought tickets to see the Spin Doctors, which had like Little Miss, uh, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Like the, they were 90, early 90s hits. And it makes me so upset that you, it, the tickets couldn't have been but 50 bucks with taxes yeah. for both, both tickets. <laughs> this, you're, and, 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 you're, and you're not coming for his birthday. So I haven't stopped talking to her because I don't know if I'd ever stop talking to my mom. Um, but I will, and this, she doesn't even have to know it. It's good enough for me to know I'm giving her the business. <laughs> she doesn't even have to, have to know it, but short answers on texts, me not visiting with our, our family to where they live this summer will be enough that they'll get the, they'll get the message eventually. <laughs> and me, just disrespectful. I know me married into, I just have to, at this point, go along with it because I can't, this is who you are. So I can't fight against it. <laughs> like I'm trying. Listen here, just like I said, you don't have to act any sort of way. But every year we have a party for each one of our children, and you know the dates, and you're like, oh well, I got to go see what's his name that's saying um, somebody's watching me because he's in town. 
<laughs> what was his name? I always feel like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was his name? It's like a one-hit wonder. Yeah. It's like. Or even if you were saying like Rick Astley. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Astley's in town. I got tickets. Yeah, no. And I swear, I swear I'm going to come up with something she'll know because she's going to ask me, can we come the weekend? I'm like, ah, I got tickets for I'm going to say such a, a little band. And then one, which like, but they sing. I'm like, you know that song. And she'll know then, oh, this is upset. But like I said, I'm talking, this is like Vader going against Skywalker. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, this isn't my mom as stubborn as me. So, I mean, I, this is not something to be won. This is just something trying to prove a point. And Shannon would be like, oh, you just got to tell her your feelings. Yeah. Tell her how you feel so she understands you. No, no. I know what I'm dealing with. I need no, to. I know at this point, as much as you complain, you are just like her. So it's not even so much as you like, you tell me how you didn't have small toys growing up because your mom didn't want to mess. You're the exact same way. Wait, we have puzzles. We have all sorts yeah, of houses. Just, stuff yeah, everywhere. but you put so many toys away because there's so many small people. You don't like the clutter either. Well, no, but I'm I'm already. I'm in the mindset like I was quick to already start getting rid of toys because I've been through this. I know where this is heading. <laughs> and you're like, don't throw anything away. But now at the point you're, you're like, we got your wrestling toys. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was already there because I've been through this. But my no, we had no puzzles. We I didn't realize that until Danielle was like, hold on here. <laughs> we didn't have Monopoly. I didn't have I didn't have trouble. I'm like, it didn't occur to me that I didn't have those games because. My mom didn't want the clutter. It, no, it, it, until Danielle said that, it was just like it was like Kaiser Sose in that movie where I'm putting all the all the things together, looking around like what? It just never occurred to me. So, oh yeah, I'm a lot like my mom, much more like my mom than my dad. But like I said, this that's a, you need to be respectful of me. Well, I understand. And the kids and everyone and. Like I said, I would have made an exception. I understand if it's someone that doesn't come to their area or it's a reunion or their retirement tour. Yeah. I understand. But this is just like we had two, one hitting in 1992. <laughs> the Spin Doctors. Yeah, it was. I mean, they might have had two. They were. Uh, I mean, they were on MTV. They, it's not like they weren't well known. They they had. Well, they weren't songs. my genre. They weren't my genre. I no, they were well, they were very pop. They were just pop music. It was radio music. They yeah. weren't. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's gonna pay that pay that <laughs> price. And like I said, I can't do anything to my mom outright mean. So this is a game of small chess moves <laughs> to just keep keep her. Yeah, I think as a mother, I think you and your sister are the exception. I don't think she would truly cut you all off. I think siblings and above, as far as lineage, like aunts, uncles, and cousins, and all that, I don't know if your mom would truly cut off. I would. Well, she does text me, I guess, but if it was all phone, I mean, I wouldn't know if she's phone calls. She never calls. So, I mean, <laughs> but that's not cutting me off. She just doesn't call us. Yeah. Well, my mom doesn't either, so, so unless it's work-related, but yeah. But that's the, that's the story of growing. I mean, I'm... I'll be 50 in October, and I learned this three years ago that my grandfather had my father and my aunts and then disappeared, and we thought he was dead, and it turns out he was in Texas the whole time. Yeah, he went back to Texas. He went back to Texas, and 
had to fairly live for another 20 years, 22 years. Yeah, it's, which is crazy that you wouldn't think he wouldn't just bring your dad and his sisters to Texas and just give them to some of the sin like he did with Gail and Linda. You would think he yeah. would say, we're just going to go to Texas and I'll just spread you all around to yeah, the with the family. family. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's quite the story. I mean, he was quite the character. Yeah, like I said, Chewie tells stories of them driving around the car and him just drinking tequila from the bottle, like like straight from the bottle, like pounding it <laughs> while they're out and about. Like that's the kind of guy he was. Well, this is definitely a story I wanted to just share because telling it to people, they don't believe it. They were like, oh, my God. <laughs> like this is almost like a movie, you know. Yeah, I wish. I mean, it really could be a movie. I mean, it wouldn't be so interesting because it's mostly just about a, a – uh, Papa was a Rolling Papa Stone. Was a rolling stone. <laughs> I mean, but there's there's there's, but the there's guns that, in it and there's kidnapping. And possible incest, well, incest. <laughs> incest and uh, <laughs> incest and debauchery and and it, 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 it he was he was mean Chewy and uh, I really would like to become a Chewy. I mean, I really I just don't know how to make that transition. But even my riding group, I was gonna put out there and tell them, hey. Maybe if I can get them to listen to this, they understand. But yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be, and because I, I I'm not. I mean, they people used to call me Mean Jesse when I drank, but I was never mean. Mean. I was just very make fun of you a lot, and <laughs> and people didn't like that. But I, I don't think I'm. I, I'm not like an alcoholic mean like that. I'm just. I just like. I need to redeem the chewy. My uncle's redeeming. He's a very great family guy. He's got. Yeah, your dad too. Yeah. Yeah, my dad. All uh, we. Well, you thought your dad was mean growing up. He That's was mean. My dad is mean, mean Chewy. <laughs> my dad was the meanest man I ever met as far as, um, but never laid a hand on me. He wasn't mean like that. And he wasn't yelling at me. He was the opposite. He was the, I'm, I'm not talking to you. And I don't know if it's something I did. And you're not, he's not going to tell me if it's something I did. And it turned out it was never something I did. Yeah, he was just so stressed out about. Turns it. out that he was a he grew up in an orphanage and was a young father with a family providing, and his way of dealing with it was kind of to shut down and not really talk. And I'm a talker. I was. I mean, I'm, I, I, I. You come home, I'm happy to see you. I never come home and not happy to see the kids. Yeah. My dad. I. I mean, God forbid. He walked in the door and there were days is like he would just go in the room and there's like, was like, oh, geez, oh Jesus. So yeah. literally, Jesus. <laughs> um yeah my dad like that he was not a he was not good to be around when i was young just because he was all the time like that I mean, always in a bad mood yeah so it's, he, it's he probably got some of that gene from his father just didn't realize it and then my sister she it's funny she said that i thought i was the one causing it and she thought she was the one that, that was she was the uh, he was mad at her i thought he was mad at me and we both did it two different ways. She attacked that she did better in school. She was going to do everything she could to not be in trouble. I went the other way. I tended to, to do not do my homework because that garnished attention. If you're not talking to me, I wanted the attention. So, so if so you're of, mad at me, then it means you're talking to me. Yeah, so you were, me. <laughs> yeah, now I'm getting to where my sister was just like, oh, Jesus, dad's upset. I better make sure my homework's done. I'm getting good grades. It was opposite. We both yeah. we went out of two different directions, <laughs> which is odd because usually the firstborn child is the overachiever. That's what's crazy. Usually mm -hmm. the firstborn is the overachiever. <laughs> oh yeah, my dad was uh, like I said. It wasn't until I moved out that we we started to get along much better. Once I was out, 
And every time I went there with my just me or the, the grandkids, he was happy to see it. Because even yeah. when I wasn't around. Yeah. So then every trip was like, oh, it's great to see you. I haven't yeah. seen you in a couple a week or two. How your kids are here. Then it's yeah. all happy. He was never in a bad mood when I came. So that was really the best bet once I left the house. My mother tells that some about her father that well, they claim that my Aunt Jean was the favorite. I don't know. But she was saying my grandfather didn't come out of his shell until grandkids were around. And I think that's because they probably had to raise one of my cousins. Mm-hmm. My aunt had her when she was in college. So until he had grandkids, that's when he was actually come around. And my grandfather's not a talker. Even when he was alive and around, he wasn't saying much to yeah. us. But he was just have he was coming out of his room just to kind of be in our presence yeah. when we were, you know, around. So yeah, I think that's just that older generation. But yeah, so I mean it's better now because you and your dad talk on the phone all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very close to my father now and I, I don't I mean knowing his his upbringing, I can't hold anything against him. I mean um I mean looking back you think your parents are old. But yeah. you have to believe when I was fifteen, he was only thirty one. Yeah, because they had you at 18. 16 and 18. Yeah. My mom would say, so it's like, I'm, I'm, he's 30 getting yeah. upset. I'm like, <laughs> so I, you, I mean, you think your parents are old, but my dad it was, and mom were very young, and he had such a horrible upgrade, upbringing. And to be a, like I said, even when he was a drinker and a partier, my dad was never missed a day of work, um, was, always, was always responsible and did the right thing. So I, I have no qualms. I mean, I, I have plenty of stories with him not paying enough attention to me. Yeah. But he's to this day, he's still like that. He's always been a reader. Yeah. I mean, to say, I think him him and my mom drove to Texas and he listened to audiobooks while they drove. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's just, he could be in his own world. And that's just from being the orphanage. He learned to be yeah. into his own world, maybe as a defense, defense mechanism. But and to be like shut off, like I'm just me. Yeah. There's no one here for me, and he's always been like that. Parents, so but yeah, it's very interesting how this whole story. And I'm glad that we did the test, and like you said, your sister also did a test that we were at least able to help him bring some more family, because you know, luckily he did have sisters, and even though he grew up in an orphanage, and they may have gotten adopted out, mm-hmm. that was the only family connect. You know, you all have other half aunts that they were sort of grew up around too yeah. as well that your grandmother had but oh i did I, also i should put in there that i know i mentioned my aunt joanne my aunt connie and my aunt um and we, oh no those two but two more sisters came with my grandmother barbara yeah. and gertrude who had the same mother as my dad but not jesus as yeah. her father right so i've also had an aunt barbara and gertrude lived in florida all her lives i met her once but she was much much older Okay. She might not even be alive anymore. Uh, but my aunt Barbara was the nicest, and she treated—I mean, she treated my dad, dad like a full brother. Yeah. Never this half stuff. Um, but yeah, so technically, I had four aunts growing up, but yeah. I didn't really talk to Gertrude. Yeah. So. We were at least able to bring some family history, at least for your dad, mm-hmm. to know that he had more, because he has seemed to be more embracing i guess he embraces the situation more than more than i thought i didn't know how i mean i i knew i was interested and he when i told him he was i don't know what i didn't really ask him how does this make you feel but he's embraced it and he's welcomed it and it's it's been missing in his life and i guess finally it's like as a young angry person i didn't think he didn't even want to find his father he didn't want yeah my dad's like the same way i mean but now he's talks to him and 
been interesting to watch it because I don't need to know them, but <laughs> but yeah. I'll also say what we did find on Ancestry, which your dad didn't know, is that we found his yearbook picture. Like he didn't even know have a picture of himself at that age because growing up in orphan, there were no one was taking yeah. this picture. So he to see his yearbook photo, he was surprised. Yeah, he's I've never seen this picture. <laughs> To see himself as a young man, but yeah. So. Yeah, and that's another, that was another thing, is that we had pictures. We had one, two, one, two, maybe two or three pictures of my grandfather during my dad's when they were in New York. Yeah. Not many, just that. that. Uh, but then young my Uncle Chewy has pictures of him as an older man. Yeah. But Chewy had no pictures of a young Oh, his father. His, oh, his father. father being young, yeah. So all of a sudden, all with all the pictures together now, both Chewie and my dad have a whole picture of his life. Yeah. From a from when he was a sailor yeah. in his sailor <laughs> uniform, all the way up into where he uh, he was just an old uh, old man in 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 the nineties. Yeah. So it's it it completed a lot for both of them to get a picture of his yeah. whole life. Yeah. So we'll see if there's any more to add, and hope we might have a follow up after we meet them in <laughs> next month. <laughs> When we're in Texas. Yeah, we'll meet Steve, and uh, I'm I'm already dreading that. I no. <laughs> you're putting too much pressure on yourself. You don't have to perform. You just say, "Hey, how you doing?" and just let the conversation flow. How long do we hang out for? Just an afternoon. I will. Yeah, yeah I will definitely meet up with Steve next month, and that'll be. I'll enjoy. I will enjoy that. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. enjoy seeing him because we do talk fairly often. Mostly about family stuff because he's uh, he's really into it still. Yeah, so we'll hopefully have a follow-up later on to see how this goes. So that concludes the interview I did with my husband and finding his family on Ancestry and sort of his family background and family dynamic. It is different from mine, so it has taken me some years to get used to. But nonetheless, there are some great people. So if you have any interesting stories about finding your family through any of these dna sites or just in general the old-fashioned way i love to hear about it you can find me on instagram at being shannon dora or send me an email at learning life this way at gmail.com thanks and have a great week bye